Welcome to the podcast, Loving on Purpose. I'm your host, Bonnie Lyman. If you're having trouble navigating through your relationships with your adult children, if you are struggling to connect with them or having specific challenges, you're in the right place. Episode 20, Mother's Day. Well, it's almost here. The second Sunday in May, Mother's Day. How are you feeling? Is it your favorite day of the whole year? I can only imagine that you thought it was difficult when your kids were young. To those kids, it was just another Sunday. But for you, It was the worst day ever. I can remember feeling so guilty on Mother's Day. Was it guilt? I don't know what I was feeling. But I hated Mother's Day. I would hear these very nice, prepared, with the spirit talks in church about all the great influence that their mother had had on them. And I didn't feel like I was measuring up to that at all. And then I did feel like I was working really hard. And I didn't feel like I was getting the attention from my family members. I mean, I never wanted breakfast in bed. I hate breakfast in bed. But it's just kind of the day you sit and remember all the things that you didn't do as a mother. I mean, how ridiculous is that? This is a day set aside to tribute one of the greatest callings a woman can ever have. And it could be that she never even bore children She never even got married. But the influence that other women have in children's lives, in other people's children's lives, in their own children's lives, in the lives of their brothers and sisters, in the lives of their friends, it all comes down to those qualities that were given to women that we call mother. It's not so much the idea of having children and raising children But there is a role that comes with being a mother that is the greatest opportunity that every woman on this earth has. And that is to be a mother figure, whether it's to her own children or to other women or to other men. A mother is someone that can love anybody, no matter what they're doing. 
They can love people that don't love them back. They can love without getting anything in return. They can see the good in people that maybe other people can't see. They they are able to forgive, I believe, on a much more authentic and quicker basis. But it was a day that is difficult. But like I started out by saying, it doesn't have to be difficult. On that day, I can remember remembering everything that I would have liked to have been recognized for that my kids weren't even aware of. And so I just had all these unfulfilled expectations. And then if we weren't blaming ourselves for not being good mothers or blaming our kids for not showing a little respect for how we serve them, then we start blaming our husbands for not training them or encouraging them or taking them out and getting them to do something special for mom to thank her for all she does. And so that feeling doesn't necessarily change when your children move out of the house and are are no longer there, and maybe they're having their own children, maybe we expect it even more. I can remember telling myself, well, this was a day really for grandmothers. Well, then I became a grandmother, and I didn't necessarily get a lot of attention. But I like to ask myself, did I need the attention or did I want it? And I just wanted it. I was indulging, as I talked about last week, in some self-pity, in some resentment, in some disappointment. But those feelings don't serve me in any way. And it completely took my focus away from what Mother's Day is all about. I I have a great empathy, though, for many of the women who grieve on Mother's Day. And I believe that they have a right to do that. And they need to do whatever they need to do to get to take care of themselves and just kind of be sad. I'm I'm talking about the the women who never got to be a mother or the mother who had a child die. I just heard about Elaine Cannon who all of her children or three of her children anyway one had cancer and the other had some strange disease that they died at the age of 40 something and i think 
I don't know what's harder is to have a child die at age four or at age 40 knowing you are going to die. I have a great empathy on Mother's Day of for mothers who who can grieve that are a single parent. I have a great empathy for mothers who do have perhaps some grief over adult children that are making some major mistakes in my life. And I'm sure there's a lot out there. I grieve for the mothers who had children when they weren't married and had the courage to place them for adoption, wanting them to be raised in a family with a mother and a dad and to ensure that. But it doesn't have to happen this way. Mother's Day doesn't have to be such a downer. We just need to do three things. First of all, we just need to remember how our minds work. It's amazing that this basic function of our brain was never taught to us. And that was that whatever thoughts come into our brain will cause us to have a certain feeling. And so it is the basis for how we manage the life we want to live, like loving Mother's Day, is by choosing to focus and see a different perspective of what Mother's Day is all about, and that will cause us to have different thoughts. And as we learn to manage our mind and look on this day as a different day, we can also manage our feelings because we manage our feelings by managing our thoughts. We choose the thoughts we want to think. So let's let's stop choosing to go down the negative of, we could say, of this day being all about me. And I'll talk about that in a moment, of why this day is not about you, even if you're a mother. Whatever thought you want to choose to think about Mother's Day is going to cause you to feel. And so you get to choose how you want to feel about this day. And I'm going to give you some ideas of how you can have a different perspective about Mother's Day. Most of Adults function as emotional children. That means they react to their emotions, they act out, or they avoid their emotions. Rather than taking full responsibility of choosing the thoughts that will create the emotions they want to feel on this day, 
As emotional adults, we understand that we have a thought every time something happens or doesn't happen, and it's that that thought causes us to have the feeling. So it's not the gift we get, or it's not the phone call, or the no phone call that causes us to feel loved. It is the thought about what we making what we're making those situations mean that make you feel loved so let's just get rid of the expectations you know that story in your head that you wrote that has all the expectations You've been accumulating over the years, and now even when all of your kids have left the home of what Mother's Day should look like, you can keep it, and you can keep thinking those thoughts about all the shoulds of how you should be being treated or what should be happening for you on that day. But let's just try to get away from that. And if we want to celebrate Mother's Day in a certain way, let's let others know of our expectations. Our unhappiness on Mother's Day is caused inside us. If we were to tell our family how we wanted to spend it, or if we changed our thoughts or our perspective about what this whole day made means, then we can change the whole outcome of the day. So here are some thoughts about Mother's Day that might empower you to have a wonderful one. First of all, I'd like you to think about choosing how you want to feel at the end of Mother's Day. And just giving your brain that assignment, it's going to try to help you find some evidence. So if you want to feel content and peace, and I hope you choose love at the end of the day, then that can happen. And it's just by taking a different different perspective on the whole experience of what this Mother's Day is all about, that you can feel that love at the end of the day. So here are some of those empowering thoughts that I have. I am so thankful that I was able to be a mother because I know that there are many out there that don't even get that chance, don't even get the chance to not receive a gift, not receive a gesture, not receive a phone call from a child because they never had one. Another thought is I could say to my family, or right now to my husband, Hey, I would love to get a box of chocolate for Mother's Day. 
I'd much rather get chocolates than flowers. Oh, yeah, and you know what? We're just going to have leftovers for dinner. It's fine with me. It's fine with you. Okay, it's five o'clock, and I haven't heard from one of my children. So if that happens, I think I will give him a call or a text and let him know how glad I am that I'm his mom. Another thing I can do is write a note to my son's wife to tell her what a great job she is doing as a mother to my grandchildren and as to the wife of my son. I can think I was a great mom, not a perfect one, but maybe that's why I was a great mom. My kids' mistakes happened in their life and will continue to happen in their life, not because of what kind of mother they they had, have, but because they have their agency. And that was a gift given to God. And so they are just choosing to have different values than I have. And my only responsibility is to love them. Another thought that gives me peace and hope and love and is empowering to me, I am figuring out where I fit in to my adult children's life. They're figuring out how to become an adult. Every child needs love in a different way. My job is to just keep on loving them until I figure out how I can better love each of my kids. And then the last thought I leave with you is, I hope my children know I love them. I pray every night that I hope my children know that Heavenly Father loves them. All of these thoughts and all of these, some of those actions can cause me to feel love. Nothing trumps love. Love always wins. And it's always available to any of us that choose to have loving thoughts, that we can love our children, but also on this day when we're beating ourselves up, is to have grace with ourselves and have some love for ourselves. We raise them in exactly the way we were supposed to raise them. Unless you got up most days and said, I'm just going to try to screw these kids up 
it's going to try to mess their lives up, then you were a good mom. And so let that be your your thoughts for the day. But this is my final thought I want to leave with you. If you're a mom and you have kids, you think Mother's Day is about you. But you know what? It's not about you. When you make it about you, you're just setting yourself up for disappointment and pain and frustration. There have been so many women in my life that are have been mother figures that have had such a great effect and influence in my life. And I want to talk about just a couple of those. One is a woman named Thomasine Libert. She never married, but she she was a mother to not only children, but to so many other mothers who had children and helped them be a better mother. I can remember I was pregnant with my fifth child. I was teaching seminary. My husband was about ready to lose his job, and I had decided to go back to the local junior college and get an accounting experience, get some accounting skills so that I could start a small bookkeeping business out of my home for small businesses. And she was all the time calling me and saying, do you need to get out of the house? I can stop by and watch the kids. And so she was always stopping by, and oftentimes I didn't lock my door. And I came home one day, and my entire house had been vacuumed. And I knew it was Thomasine. I asked some of my kids if they could remember some of the kind things that Thomasine did. And one of my daughters said, I can remember she would always bring us brownies. And I never knew why, but I just thought it was such a nice thing. Thomasine loved me and she loved my kids. And so because she couldn't fulfill her needs by having her own children, she became a mother figure to many and not only helped others but fulfilled her needs. My son said he remembered those brownies also. And he can remember that when he graduated from high school, she gave him a large cookie sheet that she always fixed her brownies in and the recipe for those brownies. And every time he made those brownies when he was at school, he thought 
of Sister Libert and how kind she was to our family. There is another woman in my life, and her name was Marilee Morris, and she lived about three houses down. And this is when I had number five. And I was I was president of the Four No More Club. And then we had little number five, Ben, come along, who I'm so grateful for. But it was kind of pushing me to my emotional limits. We lived in a tiny house where we had kids, two kids living, and their bedroom was in the family room. One was in a room in the basement that didn't have a window or a closet. And two more were in a bedroom upstairs, and then we had one of the bedrooms. But my little Ben, he loved Marilee Morris. And he was a brave little critter, and he would scoot out of the house and run down to her house. And there was a book she always read him. It's called Spooky Old Tree. And she would turn her porch light on, and I could look out my door, and i that meant Ben was at her house, and I felt well. But these were, these were women that were nurturers. These were mother figures, not only to me, but also to my children. And she was only able to have one child And it was a number of years later, even after we had moved out of the neighborhood. But I will always be indebted to her. Another mother figure in my life is Stephanie Black. And we raised our kids together. And we went through the hard times. And we went through the good times. But she was such an example to me of a mother who unconditionally loved. I just looked up to her of how she disciplined her kids. And I can remember her saying, yeah, we sit down every Sunday and we just have these little spiral notebooks and we write in our journal. And I thought, I can do that. But she inspired me because I was not raised in the gospel. So I didn't really know what it looked like to be a mother teaching your children about Jesus Christ. But she was always there for me. And she always set an example of how she talked to her children and how she let the little stuff go. And she was not perfect. But we we are endeared to each other to this day. 
And she still takes care of me like a mother would. Ever since I fractured the vertebrae in my back due to my cancer, I've been in constant pain. And just tonight, she brought me dinner. And she's been bringing me dinner every night or once a week for the past four years. And so a mother is is just a role. You don't have to qualify by having children to be considered a mother. A mother one a mother, I believe, is someone that uplifts other people, that is there to help other people. And especially there's a certain connection between women and women that is grander than any other connection. I kind of joke around, but I hope there is a dorm in heaven just for women. So I want you to take a different focus on this Mother's Day. And I want you to focus on all the women that have been mother figures in your life. And I bet you have been a mother figure, not only in other people's lives, not only in other women's lives, not only to other children, whether it's volunteering in a classroom or the neighborhood mom that everybody knows you've got a jar full of cookies or whether it's to a friend or somebody that needs a friend. I want you to focus on this great role that I believe especially been given to women. Try finding how you can give that gift of love to yourself this Mother's Day instead of waiting for someone else to try to figure out how to give it to you. And also, I hope you'll email or text or contact someone and remind them of why you think they were a great mother. I really do wish you a happy Mother's Day. Maybe May it be a day where you are full of love and peace and contentment. Thank you for listening. If 
again, I highly recommend you get on my email list. And if you get on it today or Thursday morning, it comes out every Thursday. I'll try to send it later in the day tomorrow. And it, it'll be another ode to Mother's Day. And I can't thank you enough for all of you that tune in every week. And I'll see you next week. If you're frustrated because your relationship with your adult children doesn't look anything like the way you thought it would, I can help you. Moms who are in a painful relationship with their adult children tend to just spin in their sadness and in their pain because they're waiting for their adult children to change or they don't know what to do to instigate this change to have a peaceful relationship. My program is called Loving on Purpose. And I help you fix what's not working in your relationship so you can feel love and peace with your adult children and then be able to move forward in your life. I can help you feel that peace that will cause you to know exactly what you need to do to maintain that peaceful connection with your children. I can help you feel secure and confident in your role as a mom. I can help you be able to choose how you want to feel in any moment. And that means being able to move forward to live a satisfying, fulfilling life that includes always having love for your children. If you want some help, if you just want to get on a call with me and see what my program is all about or how I can help you, go to bonnielyman.com and click on the little button that says book a call. That's where you can also go to sign up for my email. And I also have another free resource there. Three remedies to better connect with your adult children. 